why do I have coffee? I need I need a, a block of ice to sit on. It's 9.33 a.m. and it's hot AF. It doesn't feel that early. I don't know why. Maybe I'm becoming a morning person slowly. Yeah? I don't know. Not really. Like, seven's fine. Um, I don't get tired, but nine o'clock does feel like some, not afternoon, but it feels like go time, you know? Where nine, nine o'clock used to be, like, coffee at my desk time. Oh. You know? Yeah. But now I'm already, like, my brain's already been going hard for, like, an hour. Yeah. I go hard from, like, eight to nine, and then I coast, try to coast the rest of my day. I feel you. I heard that's, I don't know how real it is, because my, all my information is fake and comes from TikTok, but... <laughs> <laughs> we've, like, we've established that yeah, yeah there's like these psychology guys on tiktok and you know you get it, their algorithms actually probably the best and like most powerful on the planet they're really? like the thanos of algorithms yeah you watch one thing a little too long and your entire fucking thread is now that so i watched like one psych talk about adhd habits or something like uh, things you don't know adhd may cause i call it, watch that shit and now i just have a bunch of people telling me how fucked up i am <laughs> and but one of the things is uh, or a tip from like some psych on ADHD is that, and and this kind of makes sense for anybody to me at least. But for the, they are marketing, obviously, and yeah, creating yeah. content, they say for ADHD folks. Um, but they say front your they the front front load your day uh, with difficult shit or uh-huh. what's difficult for you. And I've just always done that. I feel like I must have the opposite of that because I can't front load my day with anything. Like I'm a I'm you a can't very slow to start up. Because it's difficult or because you don't like to do it? I, I don't like to do it, but it's the way that I get most shit done. Oh, no, it's super difficult for me. Oh. My my most productive time is often late. Oh. Yeah, see, I'm and, done. Or middle afternoon. Kind yeah. of middle, any anytime between, say, like two in the afternoon to, you know, 10 o'clock at night. I guess it's so dependent because we do a lot of different jobs or types of work. Yeah. Creative work. I'm like late afternoon, night acting or creating a content, whatever the fuck term you want to yeah. <laughs> call that, like two or afternoon, uh-huh. but like more admin, email, organizing, mini math, mm-hmm. budgeting bullshit that I deal with. It's got to be like a morning. I got to get it out the way. Because if I try to do it in the afternoon, I'll just punch my computer or something. I am more likely to make a mistake first thing in the morning, so... Uh. Interesting. I don't know if it's because of the melatonin I'm taking yeah, at yeah, night, yeah. which is possible. Groggy. But I don't remember ever being like super sharp first thing in the morning. It's just kind of not my constitution. I just don't. I don't think anyone is right. Like, and that's a whole another. But like, why are we having kids? Yeah, who, who are going through puberty? They're fucking worlds in chaos. Right. Wake up at six to go to school at seven thirty and sit there for eight hours, where their hormones are just telling them to procreate every ten seconds, <laughs> and they're and just sleep. fucking. Eat, sleep, kill, fuck, and they're just sitting at a desk for eight hours learning algebra. Yeah. That's good for their mental health. And yeah. now we wonder why our world's fucked. We, we got a bunch of fucktards running around, <laughs> lazy fucktards. It's our system. I yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I agree with you. They've been trying to change that, but the but part of it is they have to coordinate bus schedules in some places 100%. with with uh the lower grades and the lower grades folks need you know, kids need babysitting or whatever. And, and the society, and, parents go to work nine to yeah. five. I get it. I wonder, because you do hear that America's the hardest. They We wear it like a, with a badge of honor, and it is in some senses. Like, trust me, I'm not anti-America by any means, but we say like, hardest working country in the world. But like, the truth is like, we work the most hours. Yeah. We may not be the hardest working. There's yeah. a big difference there. Our efficiency is... Um, it's good, but it's only good because we don't take enough time off. And we not have so because, many people. Not because we make every hour efficient. But yeah, we have the last amount of AK, the most amount of work hours. Yeah. Like, maybe not in the world world, but definitely compared to like Europe. Yeah. Who are always on vacay or their days end at like one. Uh-huh. And a lot of people are complaining right now about the during the pandemic, they've been working at home. And so they're on like a 24-hour clock. Yeah. Well, welcome know, to our world, bitch. Yeah, it's always been like that yeah. for us. We it's entirely like I, I tried to not text you guys after nine o'clock. Yeah, I, I try can, to think about it too. Unless there's something critical. It's a know? little different when it's just the three of us too. But uh yeah, I'm always cognizant of that because yeah, I'll do my own bullshit at ten if I want to. Yeah, and, and certainly we both worked in for me multiple circumstances where people didn't have that yeah. that kind of um restraint. Yeah, and, professional uh, respect. 
and and, and not even like even in the corporate world, I had that. Yeah, I'm sure. But but I was also in a you know I was also in a relatively top management position, and so right. it doesn't really ever give up. Yeah, yeah. The higher salary you get, or the higher you move up, you yeah kind of have to sacrifice yeah. some of that. But even you guys, like I don't text you at eight in the morning. I wanted to even check on the podcast today because obviously I was here. It didn't really matter. But uh, I didn't want to like blow you guys up at eight just in case we weren't doing it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I hate that too. If L- luckily, Kyle did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he bugged it for all of us. But you're, you're having your coffee, watching your news, or doing your routine, and then you get my annoying ass text like, hey, Jim, get in here. Like, that, that doesn't bother me. First really? thing in the morning doesn't bother me. Yeah, I get I get texts first thing because I work with somebody in, in, True. in you know, the eastern time zone and I have a kid in, in the Atlantic time zone. So you get I wake up to messages to sometimes. What I don't even like at all is is the idea that my phone would ring during the night because Uh-oh. i have way too many bad associations with that yeah you, my phone ringing i think i just have bad associations yeah, that's you, why you, i don't like talking on the phone yeah you said that uh you don't actually even have any alert on your phone right no no vibrate no, no nothing. nothing yeah i'm kind of a psycho I'm just like, I don't even know where that whole thing is. I don't know how you, how you, because resp- you typically respond, respond quick. very quickly. Because I'm fucking around all day. I'm posting on TikTok. I'm posting on fucking Instagram. I'm posting on Twitter. I'm trying to stay relevant. <laughs> trying to stay woke. <laughs> trying to know what the kids are doing. We're, well, we were talking about the fact that the Sacramento History Museum here in Sacramento has a million and a half followers on TikTok of all places. Yeah, but it's like some guy. Like, I know it's the company, yeah. but everyone loves, like, the guy. Yeah. The guy's like the character. Poor dude probably didn't even get a raise. He's marketing like a motherfucker. Potentially. Yeah. We so could sad. be speaking from our own experience, but that's another Yeah, but he, together. yeah, millions of followers. TikTok's insane. Follow my TikTok nerds. All, all my Zoomers out there listening to the podcast. Come hang out. We'll do dances together. Zoomies. I, have you seen, there's a, a, a viral TikTok video of a, a I think it's an, ostrich or an emu or yeah. something like that and it looks like it's dancing it's like or drunk or some combination mm-hmm. of the two i think you should do a split screen with that that'd be a lot of fun i did just see an ostrich video or no it's a kangaroo okay i know that's much different but animals <laughs> and it's grabbing it's crazy you know how some of them are jacked yeah yeah it's a jacked one and it's got this german shepherd looking like i'm fucking taking you <laughs> and it's got this shepherd and it's dragging it away and this dude who looks pretty big comes up and like slaps the fucking kangaroo and then they both square up like they're in the middle of a boxing match. The dog gets away and then the dude kind of bounces. I'm like, dude, that I don't think that I, I mean, I probably would have done the same for my dog. Yeah. But in hindsight, that's a bad idea. Yeah, that is a bad idea. That thing's going to fucking wreck you. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like they're, they're 200 sure. pounds. Like yeah. they're huge. For sure. Um, We got a lot of questions. Welcome to our Q&A, folks. Well, uh, that's cool. I'm glad that we have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll start uh, abroad and maybe start bringing it in. Here's a one banger. Do you have uh, guest passes available for the gym? We do. So Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., uh, one of us are going to be in the house. You can come hang out. Uh, we have a $20 day pass. Uh, and basically now. You also can... four hours on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Mornings on Saturday, 8 a.m. to noon. Um, $20 for a day pass. Uh, $50 for a five-day pass. And then we also have a uh, location-only shirt. So a shirt you can only grab here, uh, and you can buy it here whenever you want. But if you are new and you want a day pass, you can spend $30, buy a shirt, and you get a free day pass with it. There we go. Moving on to the next one. Hobbies outside of fitness. I wouldn't even call fitness a hobby for me. Like, it's obviously a career. Fitness is a career. Yeah. Fitness is, like, part of what I do. Yeah. It's that's kind of like how I thought of like basketball too. Like I would never say ba- I would never say basketball was my hobby. Although I never made money from it. Mm-hmm. It was just like what I do. I was a basketball player. And not that I'm a, I am fitness, but it's just part of what I do. Yeah. I watch TV. Would you say watching TV is a hobby? No, you watch TV. Well, uh, no. But a hobby would be if you watched a particular kind of TV and you were interested in that topic and you actually studied it outside of that, of just yeah. watching things. But too. like, I, I feel I like also, movies for me is kind of like that. Some TV shows kind of like that. Where I'm, I feel like that that's hobby. Maybe this is I don't even know the real de- definition, but I feel like it's like purely for like pleasure, growth, and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Where like fitness is just so. It's like my left arm. Yeah. It's not my identity, but it's just what I do. I do it. I coach it. I've done it. I've always done it. I'll probably always do it. But hobbies. Hobbies. <laughs> um, I wish I could say that I was still a good reader, but I'm not. I just got just 
got an audible subscription so i'm going to try to like really lean in onto that but that also means i'm going to listen to fewer podcasts and and yeah you enjoy those it's a, i enjoy those and it's a different experience what's uh what's the normal reader because there's less nowadays right or like the reading enthusiast the book enthusiast take on audio stuff do they faux pot and they shove their mm, nose at that thing? I don't think so. It just it, I, I think that it comes down to people who people who understand like how people learn and how they absorb yeah. material know that there is a difference between the people who would rather read and the people who would rather listen. There's also and something I, to watch. Yeah. I can absorb better watching a lecture, although it's audio. I'm not talking PowerPoint, just dude talking, lady talking, than I could an audiobook. Because well, I need to like possibly be, I need to be like visually stimulated. So if I'm doing just audiobook, I'm gonna end up fucking with something, and I'm my attention goes to what I'm fucking with, even if it's just a pen or riding my bike. It kind of depends on the on how how the subject grabs me. To be honest, um, yeah, because there there'll be times like listening to a podcast, someone will make a reference, and I and, and to a certain extent, the issue is how it's coded and not how I'm decoding it. Where it's not clear what they just said or what what they just said meant yeah or why they said it like what's coming next and what it, i'm hitting that back button a couple of times going wait 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 did i what what did yeah. i miss here like yeah, yeah like i'm getting a little bit older and every once in a while i don't catch things yeah yeah no <laughs> i don't way catch I it might. all the time that's why i can't do audio i just don't catch it i feel like i'm not engaged in the conversation yeah so and uh, some of it is the presenter yeah yeah uh hobby movies yeah movies for sure and and uh, I got into ancestry shit a few years ago. Oh yeah, and it's it's weird, and there's a weird contradiction associated with it. In that, I am less interested in the people that I'm more closely related to. You're more, you're more into your caveman <laughs> uncle than <laughs> not caveman, but like you know, I yeah, can yeah. go f- reasonably far back with a reasonable <laughs> sense of security. Yeah. At some point, I'm gonna probably you know, if I fall into a pot of money, I'm gonna hire somebody to actually vet this stuff and yeah. make sure that it's is supposed to be. I mean, like, uh, I I thought I was very Irish, and I'm not. Yeah, you're pretty American, though. Uh, very, very, yeah. Like my all, almost all my ancestors who came to America were colonials. So yeah, that's wild. I, I should do mine because my mom did hers, but she's obviously just one tiny line of mine. Yeah, I think we're pretty fucking Italian. Yeah, but mom, like Argentina, is kind of like America in a sense. It's a melting pot kind. Yeah, so I know we're Basque. On her side. Okay. But then that gets lost because they're like so isolated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder how much of like Spain or Iberia you would have or she has. Yeah, she has a good amount of Iberia. Okay. Yeah. See, so, like it depends on who slices up the right. the information. I show up as a certain percentage Iberian. Yeah. Uh, like three or 4%. Like more than, on some of them, more than... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In Ireland, whatever. And probably more than you thought. Yeah, and and uh, they often say that that's where the red hair came from because oh. the distance between Spain and Ireland is actually just a boat ride. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, true. It's just a short boat ride. True. So um, people always say, "Oh, the red hair and and uh, and blue eyes come from the Viking DNA." Well, I got plenty of that, folks. But yeah. it, that's the blue eyes. Europe's and- so interesting because yeah, you go like Portuguese or Spain. Yeah. And then you're 20 miles, not 20, but 100 miles north, and your folks are looking way different. Yeah, and then if you uh, if you actually like uh, look at my own DNA, I don't, I have blue eyes, but I don't have purely blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like I've got some brown and some, yeah. you know, green. You don't it, scream it, Viking. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. Uh-uh. But you can actually look at the DNA. You can see the the different, you know, the different genes. Yeah. And like. My son, who's sitting in the room with here, he has a, a combination of of colors, like a lot of different colors. There's yeah. like brown and on my, my green and stuff in my wife's side of the family, and and it shows up there. Um, my other son has eyes very similar to mine, very very blue. Yeah, but you know his kids have brown eyes, and yeah. you know, yeah, because his wife has brown eyes, and they may be able to do it one day. Yeah, it's it's on sale right now. Okay. So I think yeah, my well, mom even has one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one she did. What's the main ancestry and then twenty three and me? Twenty three and me, yeah. I would think about redoing it with twenty three and me just to see what's up. Yeah, compare and contrast. And then I did the Y DNA, so just the from my dad's side. Oh, I because didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. You can do both. Uh, yeah, you can do both. You can do mitochondrial DNA or Y DNA or both. Um, Maybe I'll do that. specifically. 
because it kind of it tells you a little bit more information. There's because I am a member of like the largest Scottish clan group oh. ever. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. And so I wanted to see how I fit in that and make sure that I really did. And apparently, I really do. That's cool. Um, it kind of looks like my first American ancestor was thrown out of Scotland (laughs) after the Jacobite revolution after he fought in the battle of Culloden. If you, anybody watching Outlander that those are, those are my people. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. Um, yeah. So that I have a lot of, I have a fascination with that and it's really weird. I got into that because I was curious about it before. This is pretty recent. A few years ago. Yeah. I got into it because, um, one of our former gym mates was getting, uh, married in LA and I was invited and I was supposed to go and uh, I got the flu and I could not get off the couch all weekend. And so what I, and there was a like free ancestry for like 14 days or whatever. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to get in here and find out. And I started looking at family tree stuff and then did the DNA thing later yeah. on. Yeah. That is interesting. So yeah, that's, that's kind of, if I were to have to say, yeah, hobbies, I guess maybe I'm just stuck on the word hobbies because I've never, like, had a hobby in, per se. There's, like, little stuff like gaming, I guess, or, yeah. like, I don't even know. Because, like, a lot of, too, it's, like, my my gift and my curse is, like, I turn a lot of my, quote-unquote, hobbies or things I semi-like to do and try to, like, monetize them in a way. So then you never work a day in your life or whatever these fuckheads say. So, like, I play games, but then I stream it, and so you try to make money off it, and then it becomes, like, a chore, and then, right. you know, like, there's always work involved to optimize it or whatever, and then also because I don't have, like, an insane competitive spirit, but I really do or anymore, uh, but I hate losing or I hate sucking, so, like, when I'm playing video games, I kind of treat it like a sport, like, I'm trying to get better. Yeah. I'm not just, like, fucking around all the time, and so then, like, yeah, it's, you can still, obviously, a hobby you can try to get better at, too, but it doesn't, like, feel like that. It doesn't feel like uh, golf, I guess. Golf's kind of my hobby, where I, like, literally just don't give a shit. I'll go play around. You know, I'll just fucking whack that thing, really just, mm. I guess maybe it's my own definition of a hobby I'm getting caught up with. Yeah, but, like, things, like, I literally just do pure for fun. Yeah, you're not doing it for sport. You're doing for it for any, fun. Yeah, 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 for any other reason, yeah, yeah. just to fuck around. Golf, golf's probably the only thing I could think about. Competitiveness is an interesting thing, because I am... I, I don't think I'm so much about beating people. I just want to be on the competitive playing field and and be well doing well enough. I've heard a lot of people talk like that. And that's and that's kind of how I'm with this business. Like we yeah. don't have to make millions of dollars yeah. or, or 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 whatever. Yeah. We I think that as long as we, you know, stay true to what we're trying to do and we're, you know, honest and upfront with people and do all that kind of stuff that that we value, if we stick to our values, we'll be you know, we should be fine. That's part I don't of know if we're issue. rich, but we're going to be fine. <clears throat> That's part of my issue is I am insanely competitive and I th- truly do believe in my talents and our talents and whatever business I go into, my business partner's talents. But business is like cutthroat and the like definition of business is making money. Uh-huh. Like that's the definition of the goal of any business, right? right. That's, and the only thing that's like bigger than me wanting to succeed is my moral code. Yeah. And those don't go hand in hand. Yeah. So like that I struggle with, I've struggled with for 10 years of my career. Maybe why I move around jobs, maybe why I don't take sponsorships, you know, like all these pieces go into play there. And not that we would need to do some dirty shit to sell more clothes, but like, I don't, I don't want to do corny shit. I don't want to do cringe shit. And I definitely don't want to break my moral code. I want to be true to ourselves yeah. in everything we do. And that isn't always the recipe to make the most money. We, I guess even like the basic one, like our shirts cost more dollars for us because I want to put out the best quality shirt and a shirt that I truly like. Like mm-hmm. not only do I want to wear it, but I believe in the durability of the fit, et cetera. So we take the time to literally custom make a shirt. Right. Rather than we could go buy the cheapest shirt, throw a logo on it and make 10 more dollars a shirt we sell. Yeah. Instead, we're going to make... <clears throat> ten, ten less dollar shirt we sell. Yeah, and any any time that we're that we get a better margin on something, it's not through compromising the quality. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally only because the quality's better or yeah. different or the piece is different or something like right. that. Um, where other people, and that's fine too. Like again, my moral code isn't your moral code or that business's moral code. Maybe they think it's their job is just to sell their logo. Maybe that's fine. But like our job is to build the story, build the brand with the best quality functionality that we can mm-hmm. where other people might not think that way. 
So it's not like I, I'm not like morally higher than these people. I'm just morally different, or or what I what we who we are is different. Uh huh. But <laughs> how we are built isn't always necessarily perfect for making the most money. Yeah, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago, and I think it's true. I actually have a couple of of questions on this the stream. Um, uh, Keith Honeycutt is asking if we're having any cool guests come through with World's Strongest Man in town. The answer to that is no. I've I mean, heard it's actually pretty bad on many levels. Uh, a couple guys tweeted about it, but they can't even like see their families. Yeah, they're essentially yeah. in a bubble, yeah. and they are doing. I think they're maybe doing daily testing. I'm not sure about yeah. that. Not only COVID, but then the heat, uh, and then obviously you got ESPN and all this stuff involved. They might even have contracts. CBS, yeah, CBS. They might not even be able to talk to us for all we know. Um, yeah, you know, because when you do stuff like this, they are kind of treated and acting like pro pro athletes. Um, so yeah, who knows what kind of contract they have or NDA with yeah. the competition and whatever. So as of right now, no. Um, who knows if something changes? It is possible someone comes and hangs out and trains. We might be able to sneak them in, but uh, I would imagine it would be probably after it's over, more yeah. likely. And but even that, like Sunday. because the world's so weird right now, and a lot of these guys have families and stuff, I assume they kind of compete and head home. And I would proof. imagine. Yeah. You I, never know. I, Brian Shaw is supposed to be doing something here. At one of the kind of an odd choice to my mind. It's a um, like a boot camp style gym that it's not very large. Yeah. I think it's is, a sponsor connect. I maybe so, but yeah. I mean, there are other people involved with that sponsor yeah. who have larger facilities. I don't understand exactly what's going on, but, um, so yeah, nothing with world's strongest man that we know about. This is, uh, we had had been hoping to have an event this weekend, but because the tickets were so limited and released at so much the last minute, a lot of people had canceled their trips to Sacramento. So fewer people coming through the gym and, and, and we will just, um, we'll recycle that event to another time. Um, you know, we can celebrate grand opening any, anytime we want. That's the nice thing about, about grand openings. They can be really anytime. This question we've kind of gotten, um, but maybe it's phrased slightly different so you can think about it. What part of opening a gym was the most unexpected? I think I have one, a pseudo one. Go. I think um, for me, it was that I, and I've run businesses for a long time, but not brick and mortar stuff, even though I did open a gym a long time ago. It was obviously way, way different. Um, smaller scale and just different business model. I think for me, the biggest thing that blew my mind was business stuff business internet business trash business oh, i don't know fucking anything when you try to go get a business account you're worse off <laughs> like they fuck you um i thought you got fucking deals like oh it's a business you know yeah i well, didn't think my internet would be free but i didn't know it'd be like four times what my house one cost yeah a little bit costco maybe uh, yeah i thought so yeah, yeah. well costco's not a steal yeah, but it's yeah. good a little bit amazon we get a you know a couple pennies here but and we there. don't i can't think of a single thing uh yeah insurance you, is fucked insurance is expensive Internet's fucked yeah yeah i couldn't think of a single thing our landlord himself is cool yeah he's just kind of like in his but but that's like kind of industry standard stuff like you can't really fuck around with that yeah. we didn't get fucked on it no we're like everything else i feel fucked <laughs> <laughs> that i guess was kind of unexpected i thought you'd get some deals yeah no not so much not so much taxes suck um, yeah yeah you know um, I guess I kind of do the taxes, but everything else, you know, I'm like, eh. internet, shit like that. Uh, Alex Solomon, who's somebody that I talk to on Facebook sometimes, says, what's up? Casey Hilton also says, howdy. Hey, Casey. And uh, Jacob Perez says, uh, something about and the most amount of mullets. Uh, no more mullet for you, so. I, I saw one in public the other day, too. I guess you could see him daily now. I'm glad I got rid of that thing. P purely for, like, my hipster. Hipster... Has gone through like a transformation, the word I think, and uh -huh. it was like uh, kind of, it was kind of like. Um, it used to mean something kind of positive, and now it doesn't anymore. Or I think so, but I still like I'll claim it, like because I am the guy that said like, yeah, I listened to that band, and then he got on the radio, and I don't listen to that band no more. You know, I am like like they used to be cool their first album. Yeah, yeah. I think because I like the origin and the story, and I like to know about shit. Yeah, yeah. That's part of it, and then also I do like to be different. I don't like purposely go out of the way to fucking be so goddamn different. Yeah. But I don't want the same haircut as everybody. I had a mullet for five years, and then everyone wears a mullet. Yeah, I'm going to cut my mullet. Yeah. You can't be a leader and never move. That's yeah. If these Jedi braids actually do, like, a thing, then I fucking, I'm the man. 
then the mullet was because of me. I don't think it's because of me. I think it's because 90s are coming back. But if this thing goes... Are we going to see them in the Obi-Wan series is my question. Oh, the braids? Yeah. You have to, right? I don't know. What era are we in? Uh, Just po- post... post. Uh, He's uh, in the desert. Yeah. He's on Tatooine. He's just fighting fucking Sandman all day. Is that yeah, the whole series? Yeah, that's maybe so. Uh, yeah. Then right. no, right? Then we won't. All the little Padawans are dead. It's technically not a Jedi braid. It's a Padawan braid, but Jedi braid makes the... If I say Padawan braid when I'm explaining it to a normie, they're going to be fucking lost. So I have to say Jedi braid so they kind of know what's going on, even though it's factually I incorrect. I feel you. Yeah. And I don't really know the origin of it, but I think it's cool. And then like, if I want to go to a deeper meaning of it, it's like I'm always trying to learn. Yeah. If you... Uh, um Actually, flashing back to our previous topic about about uh, hobbies and yeah. TVs, movies, and stuff, I <laughs> I chatted for two hours with some some Star Trek geeks. One of them is a friend uh, on a podcast called Trek Talk. That I think that maybe that episode's out this week or something like that. If you want to hear me ramble in a really nerdy way nerd about uh, about Star Trek, you can listen to that. I think it's on all the platforms eventually. It was. We recorded it on Discord, which wasn't too bad. I think like fitness is so niched, and that's obviously why we, you know, we've trans. I mean, even in the beginning, when we've always podcast together, it's always hasn't, or we, at least we've tried to not make it always sets and reps because it does get so boring. But like something like that, I don't know if I could. I always think when I start businesses or anything, uh-huh. what am I doing for five years, right? Yeah. So like even my YouTube content, I was like, all right. How can I rock out for five years or something? Right? Yeah, well, this is a five-year lease, so yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They obviously, big business, but any content. Yeah. And obviously, that's why our content moves around. Um, Star Trek, Star Wars. When you're so like niched of a niche, I'm like, dude, I can't talk about that once, twice a week for five years. I'll, no. And I love Star Wars, yeah. but like- it's a lot. Yeah. I guess the books, if yeah. I was, I just don't read. But if you're in comics, like if you're in it, you could probably find different stories and, and egg, you know, Easter eggs. But holy cow. Well, when we look at the amount of content, too, like Star Wars, there's not that much movie content. No, and for there's sure. A, and there's a little more series content now, but still yeah. from an hour for hour basis, there's a shit ton more Star Trek. True, true. And I've heard the books of Star Wars are really, really good, but it's just, yeah. Even then, I'm like, dude. But even just being so closed in, I guess. Because fitness is broad ish. Yeah. But holy shit, I don't think I can do that. Props to him. Oh. Here's uh, like a, 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 a direct business question that you could probably answer better than me. What's the process of acquiring a seller's permit number pretty quickly? I assume you just do it online. Yeah, they're typically very they're yeah. online. And there's usually more than one level of it. That's the issue. Yeah, like what you're selling, where you're selling. And then I think, uh, but I don't, I don't think it's a super long process. No, it, it tends not to be. Yeah. It's like city um, and then you need a tax number uh, from your state and you need a tax number from um, federal. Yeah. So at EIN, that's fast and easy. Um, the the city level that was not that hard for us the state level something happened and i was supposed to have gotten a return email within a couple of days that had all the information in it it just wasn't there and whatever reason it didn't process and so i had to call and then um all those people were working from home there's no counter to go to at all because normally like if you're trying to do something fast yeah in uh, person yeah you go to a counter and 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 hand over a check and yeah they have answers they have yeah papers right because they do it a million times a day yeah. and all these are people at home so i talked to somebody who was clearly at home but was so much more relaxed because they were at home yeah and it was like oh yeah i can take care of that for you here let me just this 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 the this, typical this, this, state this. worker for those that haven't done like business is like kind of the stereotypical like uh counter mail person or, or dmv we were yeah. like, dude, they're just dicks. Like, why are you a dick? I understand you deal with idiots all day, but I'm not an idiot. And let's just talk like humans. Speaking of DMV, in California, they're trying to make it so that almost everything is online. And you don't have to physically go I'm down. For, yeah. for much of anything. I went for, I had to stand in line forever for, I don't even think I had to take an eye test. For? To renew it one year. You know, you have to oh. like, you renew <clears throat> it every, whatever, three, mm-hmm. four, five years. And then you got to, every like 10 years, you have to renew it, renew it. Yeah. I had to go in there two summers ago. I don't Get even, a new picture. And, yeah, 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 all that. Maybe an eye test. I, I can't do a fucking eye <laughs> test on the internet or something. It's a bullshit one. E, D, yeah. C. Y- y- it, it's now you trust e- me to drive? Are you blind? Yeah. From that distance. That's the yeah. thing. And yeah. 
There's blind motherfuckers driving left and right. I I still have to get uh, the real ID thing because oh, yeah, I haven't next done that year too. it keeps pushing it yeah. up next year. But I think they made it easier. You can upload your documents online. You have to go yeah. in for like 15, 15 minutes or whatever. It's yeah, because you got to go to before you had to go to the DMV with like eighty <sighs> fucking identifications. I'm not doing that. I'll just travel with my passport. You can do that yeah, too. Yeah. The problem is the thing I fear is losing a passport. Yeah. It's really easy to lose. A passport. We got to get you a fanny pack like me. We we uh, when we travel internationally, we are like just crazy about where the passport yeah. is all the time. Like, where's the passport? I don't know why. I one I think I'm just a little neurotic. I've never like lost shit in my life. I don't think I've ever. I lost one wallet when I was like ten, and I freaked out. I had like ten dollars in there. My dad's like, it's okay, you know, and I'm fucking freaking out. Never lost my since then. Never lost my keys. Never mm-hmm. lost a phone. Never mm-hmm. lost a wallet. Never lost like a hat. Never lost a bag or left. You know, left, lost, yeah. whatever. And it never. I'm just neurotic as shit. They um, uh, part of the original thing with Real ID was you're supposed to to provide your original Social Security card. Who? Yeah, I know where mine is. I hope my mom has it. I don't my, know. My <laughs> my my wife lost hers. Yeah. and hasn't had it for forever. Yeah, I mean she's about to freaking retire, and she hasn't had it since her probably. You got the num- You got the number. Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The number works, yeah. so that's all you really need to know. Yeah, yeah. You had to bring that or like or original or copy birth certificate or something. I'm like, dude, I ain't going to the DMV for that. Waiting four hours with my life's papers on me. Yeah, DMV's the worst. Absolute trash. Never going again. Um, maybe we can get some tips here. Um, I struggle with motivation, and how do you find it? Um, I don't know if it's something you find. I don't know if you'd be looking around, but I think you can build some habits to maybe keep you more on track for your goals. Um, I even did a post yesterday. Everyone got so fucking butt hurt all these little fucking snowflakes dude you fucking i don't want to call you all a bunch of bad names so you guys need to fucking nut up all right i said simply that just because you work out regularly does not mean you are disciplined i'm talking in a tweet right you use 200 characters uh-huh. i'm not writing a book i'm not writing a thesis i i, I made a statement now, then I thought, because I like to be empathetic. Yeah. Throw myself in their shoes. Mike, did you use wrong wording? Did you say something offensive? Or even if they have a fragile fucking ego, would they be hurt by, oh, I work out and I think I'm disciplined? My point being is that it does take some discipline to work out every day mm-hmm. and to eat healthy. Sure. Some easier than others. Some people love it. Way easy. Some people struggle with it takes a little more discipline. But just because you have mastered or have some discipline in one area that typically people that follow me on the fucking internet really enjoy, you wouldn't find 50% facts, anything we've ever done, if you don't enjoy fitness. If you absolutely fucking hate fitness, you're not finding us. So I obviously am speaking to my audience. So if you enjoy fitness and you go deadlift twice a week, you think you're automatically zened out discipline guy? Fuck you. <laughs> How about things that you can't control then be disciplined. How about taxes? How about taking care of your loved ones? How about business? How about uh, other areas of your life that are healthy? Mental health, therapy. Now are you disciplined, right? Disciplined isn't like just a, I am, it's not a, it's not a light switch. I'm disciplined. Not, I am not nice. It's not a binary. Yeah. So what you're challenging the assumption of is the saying, how we do one thing is how we do everything. Right. That's not true. It's, I, it I is, think, it's fundamentally untrue. I think it's a good goal. Yeah, but it's fundamentally untrue. And I've talked about that in every live seminar I ever go to. There's a portion where I'm talking about how beautiful the barbell is as a tool of discipline, hard work, and pushing ourselves. That can really change our lives if we allow it to bleed into other aspects and habits of our life. But it's not automatic. No, no, it's effort. It's 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 attention. It's 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 directed goals and attention day in day out to. I love to squat. I squat five days a week. I used to squat 315. Now I squat 400. I love my wife. I don't give her enough time, attention, and love. How can I treat her better? How could I do better? I, I, I love cooking. How could I be better? Well, then cook every fucking day. I'm bad at business. I'm bad at this. I'm, then do it better. Do it more often. Well, here, here's a- You no, fucking pussies. <laughs> here's an example from the real world. Like, you can make it to the gym two, three, even four days a week. And you work out and you're there for a long time and you put a lot of effort into it. 
But you overdraw your checkbook. And you're a fucking drunk every Friday. <laughs> well, I don't, you don't even have to go that far. I'm just saying. Yeah. And this no, is 100%. this is a thing that's true. No, this is not a thing. I this is not a, a, a circumstance I made up. No. This is a thing that happens all the time. Yeah, 100. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Easy. You don't even look at your checkbook. You don't even look at your bank account. You don't even have like a loose budgeting. Now I'm not the guy that's doing every dollar for every meal I've ever done, but I got a loose budget in my head that I control every month. And you and you balance it against. Your your checkbook, your yeah, what's your coming in, what's balance. coming out yeah. versus yeah, 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 my credit cards. But my point, and I'm not some zend out disciplined <clears throat> guy either. I'm not coming from my high horse. I'm just saying that these people bash their chest all every fucking day that they're Mister Discipline because they work out. And then counter to that, I did a thing a while ago where everyone now it's cool to bash motivation. You don't need motivation. You need discipline and fucking respect. Fuck you too. Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. I'm so disciplined because, again, I love doing clean and jerks and you clean and jerk three times a week. What's yeah. wrong with motivation? If you need to watch Rocky fucking five every time before you go to the gym, watch fucking Rocky five. Who, how does that hurt me? How does that hurt you? And how does that hurt your goals? Right. If fucking Creed 2 gets you fired up, go watch it. Who gives a shit? Now, more applicable things to how to find motivation or how to stay motivated. Um, I do think direct goals. With a timeline help. And some of this sounds kind of pseudo cliche because everyone beats it to the ground, but it is true. If you write down a goal, whether it be business, weight loss, spend more time with family, build a timeline. All right, this year I want to spend more time with Jim. Okay. Uh, then what do we do? All right, once a week, me and Jim are going to try to grab coffee, non-work. Okay. Uh, then from there, right? Well, I mean, that one's easy because it's just a direct thing. But mm -hmm. lifting weights, same idea. Find a program, find a coach, find a goal, find a meet. Find a timeline, start chugging to it. Um, some people are more visual or need in your face. And some of it, again, is kind of corny, but uh, throw your favorite deadlifter on the screen of your phone and the, as the wallpaper. Write your goals somewhere where you're going to see them every single day, where you brush your teeth, where you grab your coffee, where you shower, whatever. Write in front of your desk every day you're going to look at. Um, over time, hopefully we build these habits that they're drawn into us. Honestly, some things, again, I'm not perfect by any means, but there's certain things that, uh, and then try not to tackle too much at once, right? If you're trying to be super motivated in eight different areas and you're trying to break eight bad habits, it's going to be really hard, right? Mm -hmm. Baby step into this thing. Um, but for me, I am just kind of hard-headed, so some things are kind of easy. Uh, things I realized. I was getting more anxious lately and stressed. I was drinking the fuck out of these energy drinks. I was like, all right, I'm not going to drink energy drinks. I just stopped drinking energy drinks. I yeah, we, when we were talking about that last week, the thing I was trying to, to get to that I, that I didn't quite get to um, or maybe I didn't get to it at all, is uh, there's a whole uh, psychology uh, viewpoint about somatics, yeah. about how, you, how things make you feel and then what they make you think and all that stuff. And what you're, you're talking about is the somatic thing. You're like, you feel it in your body that your, your heart rate is elevated right. in, a, in a, at a time where your heart rate shouldn't be elevated right. or you just, you know, some energy drinks have stuff in that just make you feel just weird. Yeah. And that can produce anxiety by itself. Yeah. Because you're recognized mm. that when you do anxiety, your heart also races and now it's just ping pong. It's like mirroring the effect. Right. Yeah. yeah. It just, it, yeah, it makes it actually worse. Um, uh, our friend Casey says, Mike, isn't the point of a hot take kind of for people to to potentially get butt hurt? No, 100%, Casey. Cause, but all the other ones, I guess, Casey, shout out to Casey. Casey invented Hot Take Tuesday for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and the, But they just begin it like innocently. I don't like Oreos. They're fucking overrated. Actually, I never said I don't like Oreos because I'll eat the shit out of some Oreos. <laughs> Oreos are overrated was the comment. And yeah, people get fired up about Oreos. But my issue is, is that with this hot take, I did go a little deeper. Me and Kyle made it up yesterday. And that like these people, I just don't think, and again, I'm not trying to say like I'm perfect by any means, but like these people's egos are so fucking fragile that I even just semi, I didn't even point people out. I didn't tag nobody. <laughs> I posted it to 200,000 people <clears throat> and their egos are so fragile that someone maybe questioned their discipline and they freak the fuck out. I, you're wrong. Bad take. <laughs> They're freaking out. I'm like, dude, maybe just think about it. Think about other areas of your life that you're maybe not the best at. Think of other habits that you don't love. Like think of these things that you can maybe fix or think of things that you don't put effort in that you, uh, everyone, like the typical one is weight loss. Like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like, you're not, but what are you doing to do that? Yeah. Like, you can't just throw these things out there and then not do something to go do that. Like, you have to act the way you want to do that, right? Like, talk is cheap, you know? <laughs> I feel you. 
let me give you a different slice yeah. on that. Okay, so I think with things like motivational phrases like like discipline, you need discipline, you don't need motivation, or yeah. whatever you know, which is a motivational phrase, and there's an irony in there that I just cannot extract. Yes, yeah, trash. Um, but what a lot of people are looking for is a thing to hang their hat on and say, because I do this, For sure. I'll be able to do that. Which, again, going what you said, I think that can be true, but it's not inherently true. Oh, no, it's not inherently true, yeah. but but people are looking for the... Um, they're looking for the answer that is like the the right. kind of the least common right. denominator, the, the, the right. thing that requires maybe the least effort to make a decision about maybe not even the least effort to do right. but the least effort to make a, d- a decision about a good example comes from one of the things we did this this um month when we talked about supersize me and uh i realized the emphasis on that is really weird supersize me uh i've been saying some weird <laughs> shit like that and the boys have been calling me out i said like nashville and like, what, what, what city did you just say oh yeah fuck you dude sometimes it just happens yeah um uh, uh where was I? oh okay the the person who said i can't afford to eat at subway so i'll never lose yeah, yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same kind of thing it's like okay well that's offered up as the thing that people can do that has some sort of automatic result which it doesn't and if i could do that then i would have whatever okay is right. that an excuse or is it is a person looking at a thing that they think right. is the solution everybody wants a silver bullet for everything like the fitness industry wouldn't exist no if if people weren't looking for the silver bullet for everything and even that subway thing is like like that one's so uh that's a great example because you're like one subway's not healthy two it's not expensive three right like what are you doing but that is a good example let's say that hypothetically we think subway is really cheap or really expensive and is the answer to fat loss yeah. let's just hypothetically think that and that's fine. Okay, I'm Mike. I want to lose 10 pounds. I can't do Subway two, twice a day. Uh, there's no Subway in my town or whatever excuse. I don't have the money. Then let's just like keep extracting. Okay, what can I do? Oh, maybe I can make my own sandwich that's kind of like Subway and the macros are close. Or And obviously this is too much for that movie. I'm, I'm now yeah, you, back you, to- Yeah, you have to look at what the intent of the thing was and, and, yeah. and what-, and what um, what is it made up of? You're finding the problem. I can't lose weight. And then you're- Self-justifying with another problem. Yeah, you're, why yeah. would you self-justify with an answer? Okay, I don't even like fucking sandwiches. I'm gonna do a lean burger. Like find find a fucking solution. Yeah, p- people are missing the point that the yeah. the issue is that you're you're eating a defined number of calories and you won't change your fucking habits. Right, right, and that's my point of this whole discipline thing. Like, and and I'm sorry, your little egos are so fucking shatterable well, that that I maybe questioned your disciplined ass, but like. I'm not fully disciplined either. I still have trouble in relationships with food. We're all going a little binger here and there. Like, again, I'm not perfect, but I am working towards getting back on the horse and finding this level of moderation and, and losing the guilt when I do that and all this stuff. Like, at least I'm aware enough. Like, spend some fucking time with yourself or therapy and figure out what the fuck's going on in your life rather than let one tweet with a hundred characters blow. And people were writing, people wrote comments that were four times more characters than my tweet. And like my response was like, I, I try to always respond. I got the best compliment this week. Shout out to whoever you were. He said, Mike, I don't know how you respond so sweetly to absolutely insane people. Or he used different words, but I'm like, yeah, like I don't want to troll back. But my response was like, sir, this is a tweet, not my thesis. Like it's different if it was a YouTube video and you could really come at me because I spent mm-hmm. 10 minutes talking. This is a fucking tweet, 200 characters, and your comment takes up my whole iPhone. Like, of course you're going to win that little debate, you little dumb bitch. <laughs> Everyone turned into a philosopher and just out-talked me. Like, yeah, dude, but like... And their arguments were just so dumb. Like, what about bad days in the gym? Discipline got me in still. I'm like, okay, you had you had one day where 225 felt heavy, and now, oh, poor Timmy, your whole life's in shambles? That's not a question of discipline. That's a question of be, of um, um, just being hardy enough to continue having a strong enough constitution. Yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with real discipline. That's And are you so disciplined because then you went on MySpace and bitched about it for 10 hours about how weak you felt that day and built 20 excuses around it? The sun was in your eye and the chalk was slippery? I I, I mean, there's a reason why it's a cliche in, in fitness where people say, particularly on meat days, yeah, you know, didn't go how I wanted, but yeah. I had, you know, chalk in my butt crack and I was 
you know yeah, my pre-workout was diluted my childhood friend teased me you know i mean there's and i'm i'm making absurd comments but like if everyone could just avoid ever using those kind of excuses i realized that it that that they're trying to to buffer the ego thing right. i think all of us have this all factored in already and for sure yeah it's easy and powerlifting is a weird sport in that way because there's not many variables yeah so you have more excuses <clears throat> Yeah, you know what I mean. We're, we're like people do it in other sports, like basketball. People make some excuses, but you're not gonna like you. You'll just sound so stupid if you say I lost by ten points because of the referee. Like you know, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. You know, like the ref doesn't choose if the ball goes in the hole or not. Yeah, like you you do all that. Like it's so there's so many more variables. You'd yeah. you'd have two books worth of excuses. Like the ground was slippery and the ball was flat and the other team cheated and the ref and the sunlight and my rim was taller. Like right. there's so many. You it would sound so obnoxious. So. Yeah, people in the NBA and stuff bitch, but it's it, less likely. Powerlifting that you, you you it's such an ego thing just to say I didn't do good today. Yeah, and it would be really cool if you could then in the next level get to just be honest about this stuff and then not hashtag accountability yeah, because yeah. that makes my stomach crawl. Yeah. Too. I mean just everyone's just a fucking philosopher and well, fucking it, the world. It, I I don't know, just authenticity is hard and people do things the way they see other people do them. Right. Yeah, and then because that, I mean that's another little echo chamber of virtue signaling little snowflakes. <laughs> the uh, an interesting comment from uh, from our last episode with Kelly, we were talking about inner voice, which was not the main part of the episode, but it was it was a yeah, significant good. part of it. Um, and uh, somebody commented, I'm not going to take them to look it up, but shout out to who, mm-hmm. whoever said this that uh, not only do they have an inner voice, but then they have an inner comment section that talks oh, shit on good. their inner voice. That's like, good. That's like, yeah, I think that's. I said I feel seen because I, I do. I don't, but I was talking to a friend recently and uh, about the podcast, and uh, not only do I have the inner voice, I have an inner movie. I'll see myself. I think it's based on like my high school basketball coach. I played for him for four years, and he he was super into visualization. Yeah, and so like I don't remember before I was thirteen, my yeah. inner voice or visual right too long ago. But I started visualizing basketball a lot in different instances and how to get better and whatever, whatever. The thing with visualization is my inner voice does that as well. But then we started getting a little deeper, and sometimes it's third person. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's first person, uh-huh. and I don't necessarily try to control that. But so you, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it, it you hear yourself in your head, and sometimes you hear the narrator from Arrested Development. No, so no, no, no. Uh, I see picture. Oh, okay. Or don't see because I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I don't see. I mean, I kind of see. It's probably not safe. <laughs> uh, but I like if I, I feel like if I'm doing a sport or like an activity, I see third person. It's still my voice narrating. Yeah, yeah. I don't see myself talking. I see myself doing hear my inner voice. Okay. Or if it's like a conversation, if I'm visualizing the podcast or how to be like on or think quick or whatever, then it'll be more first person y, like cerebral type stuff, first person y visualize. <laughs> I think I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I and I don't you. know if that's everyone either. I don't know. But um, uh, we got. Uh, I gotta get back in here. Some more responses. Um, Hello, friends. Uh, Follow us uh, uh, YouTube dot com slash Jim McD one two three four. Yeah, for so, when we do go live. Sometimes yeah, we talk to you if all. you're not, and yeah. and that may be changing to another. But for right now, whatever. Yeah, you should content. always be able to get to yeah, it. From there's there. content there, so the podcast sits there. Uh, <clears throat> we got more movie reviews coming, and then these Q and A's. We'll try to interact with y'all a little bit and hang out. And uh, I have a couple of of topics I'm looking for pseudo experts for going forward or actual experts yeah so if you're psychological stuff that i'm i got some interest in um and uh for for whatever for whatever reason i'm giving a plug again to uh lane's show that i do post-production on this week is dr brad schoenfeld and it's so far i've been listening and qaing the episode and it's really good it comes out manana um do we any cool businesses around that we've made friends with? Not yet. Nobody's making friends right now. Uh, uh, like if we have, they're past people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're, not like because of this stuff. It's yeah, I mean, like like um, uh, Ramsey's place. Yeah, um, yeah. Our buddy Ramsey has a really cool cardio um, studio. Um, obviously, a bunch of friends have cool gyms and shit. But um, Hyperthrive. Yeah, yeah. Our, our friends do some really great strength and conditioning uh, for mostly baseball, but a lot of sport athletes. So we definitely have friends in the area. Uh, both of us have been here a long time, but nothing like new, new because yeah, the world's just kind of. Uh, Keith Honeycutt is asking what our gym equipment uh, wish list is currently. That's good. A lot of people ask that. 
Um, and this is like a generic answer, but it is kind of true. Like, obviously, we're barbell-based and strength-based, but um, we do want to accommodate uh, many different practices. So a lot of it's based. And then with even within that, powerlifting so niched out with mm-hmm. the equipment you use. So w- we basically have everything you could use or need for any powerlifter, any strength athlete um, that competes, uh, but we're not like as specialized. So we don't have a monolift yet. I know that's near top of our list. But again, like if we don't have a bunch of guys that compete in a monolift, now you're taking up three to five thousand dollars worth of and thirty and thirty square feet of floor space. Yeah, for like you know one guy that competes there. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, stuff like that uh, kind of depends on on the the community we continue to build. Right now we have I don't know making this up thirty to fifty percent of people that actually compete in powerlifting uh, without a monolift. One percent that competes in a monolift. Yeah, and then uh, and then a lot of people just uh, they like to crush weights. We have a we have a lot of fit members. Yeah, we have a lot of people who just they come in and they work yeah. their asses off. And they kind of deadlift. They kind of do some cardio. Yeah. They kind of yeah. catch a pump. They kind of roll. They they have uh, I, I what I see is kind of an amalgamation of all the things that have been popular in the last. 10 years of yeah. of fitness and yeah, people uh, do some crossfit ish workouts on their own yeah, they, some people do weightlifting ish workouts they squat with a barbell own. they they you know kind of power build they yeah. you know do curls and they all the cable machines are always are yeah. in use yeah I, the term like casual gym goer has a negative thing but these are like people that get after it i guess kind of like us there are people that get after it but aren't always uh number one goal isn't to be the best powerlifter in the world and some people are here because their jobs are physically demanding in a yeah. i've got to be i got to be relatively strong and relatively fit and relatively flexible kind of way yeah um yeah so the equipment we're kind of based around that i mean we, we we have everything you could possibly want right now and then everything from there would be a step up like yeah we don't have a leg press but you can belt squat it's literally just the same thing it's but harder thing, yeah. uh, and maybe we will get a leg press or a hack squat or something yeah. but um all in due time i am um, actually going to show you something and and not react to it on the show but the bottom thing does that is that something you knew oh no i didn't either no <clears throat> which kind of brings me around to another question and that's like where are we and this is my question. Where are we in the life cycle of fitness? We, um, fitness, the fitness industry, um, we've talked a lot in the last year about the viability of large gyms going forward. But, like, I think that there are so many people in the industry at this point trying to sell things yeah. that it's become more challenging. And is the market for that stuff shrinking or growing? And I don't have and i did not look up any answers to this this is just a gut check question a lot of people made a lot of money doing a lot of different things right like um supplements industry's been a long a long time as soon as social media and the internet started blow up it became more accessible to make your own yeah Uh, and a lot of different people did it and a nice numbered and had a lot of success and made a shit ton of money yeah um equipment sleeves wraps (laughs) belts some people did it some people didn't everyone tried it some people had a lot of success some didn't um Obviously, when you have like a perishable or, or a consumable, things are going to be purchased more often, and that's a better business model. Mm-hmm. Something but on the, subscription. But also, monthly. everyone that's not a secret. And no, the, and for the sure, barrier it's been to around entry forever. Yeah, is low. It is margins are good, barrier to entry is low. Um, but <clears throat> then, yeah, what do you bring to the table? And it's kind of like that. The consumables are like food or anything else, right? Like if you hit the the market, if you brand well, if you have a good product, if you market well, yeah, you might be able to succeed. But how many people are trying to do it? Um, and it's something like like barbells. Like there's still companies coming up with that. That's a whole thing too, right? There's new new rack companies, new mm-hmm. barbell companies that that seem to be. I mean, even Kabuki's new. People, it's like such a household name now. But we were <laughs> good friends with Chris way before Kabuki. Yeah. Um, like to me, it's new at least. Yeah, and I think we were there at the point that he made the decision. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, to go full in. Uh, and 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 when I say there, I mean physically in the yeah, building. Yeah. No, he was hanging out with us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> they make great stuff. Yeah. So so obviously they've succeeded and he's such um a perfectionist with de- attention to detail. Mm-hmm. They do great. Um and it's well deserved. He works his tits off. But point is that that's a household name now in the meathead space, but mm-hmm. it's new to me. Yeah, the rock loves his stuff. There's yeah, like everyone's around. rocking it. Yeah, a bunch of universities, whatever, whatever. So point being that if you do have something proprietary, whether that just be marketing, branding, or an item itself, mm-hmm. I think you always find a room to succeed. Um, and then the, the sad truth, I think, about fitness, not our space, but fitness as a whole, is that if you have <laughs> the silver bullet or a fake silver bullet, there'll always be a chance you can ride the wave of scam and popularity. 
So you have a supplement, it makes you feel tingly, and you promise 10 pounds body fat loss. Just because people are feeling tingly, you might be able to sell millions of dollars worth of that shit. Or you get on Oprah's book list, or you get on some. You know, there's always a chance. You, you have to for thing, trash to. to yeah, make. I mean, to keep expanding your market, you have to dilute your product in yeah. a lot in a lot yeah. of ways. You dil- dilute it in terms of of what it takes to understand to use it. Uh, you have to dilute uh, the maybe the authenticity of it because you yeah. have to make claims that are just borderline true or just to catch attention. You got to catch get attention. attention. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Whether or not you're label says thing one thing you might be saying something else in your advertising yeah uh i just think it's 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 getting harder the um the really fat days of the supplement i mean the supplement industry the fitness industry have uh have kind of passed for now um a, a thing that you learn in business schools that business runs in cycles we're heading into what i would call a retrenchment phase yeah like We've talked to people over the last couple of weeks about businesses that are maybe not doing as well as they appear to. Yeah, we know yeah. One in particular that we know is retrenching hard away from things that they had done before toward a thing that to me doesn't look like it. it, it it's it's going to be particularly successful. But a lot know. of it too is like goals and like intent. Like, are you trying to get into Walmart versus are you trying to hit your niche hard? Yeah. With what you do, because there's a lot of money to be made both ways, right? It's all to scale. Right. Um, you make $10 million a year, but you have 500 employees versus you make a million a year and you have three employees yeah. or whatever. You know, I just whip those numbers up, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And same thing. So it, it is so dependent on industry margins, what you want to do. There's obviously always room in business for innovation. There's always room for trends. Mm-hmm. And it can be as cool as marketing. It could be as cool as your logo's fucking rock. Yeah. Your your story's sick. Your leader's sick. Your you know podcast is sick. So there's always going to be room for stuff. I don't know the big scheme because for a second, and we're still there, like more people are squat squatting and deadlifting than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the basics still ring true but yeah you're scrolling through Instagram and you also see more dog shit than ever people doing triple back flick camel camel basu ball kettlebells yeah like yeah. TikTok's full of that shit yeah and no, it's getting millions of views so like there's gonna be another basu ball company popping out next month but the but usually uh, usually it's still an industry is still appearing to grow at the point that it that that retrenchment starts happening. Uh, for sure. Yeah. The what, what, like, what you it, see it, and what's the happening. Incremental, yeah. you know, the yeah. incremental marginal yeah. increase has slowed significantly. Yeah. So the level might be high, but I think fitness as a whole is is only going to keep growing just because people are enjoying it more. People like people. The the more media and shit comes out, the more you feel bad. Like I even found it. Like fuck, I'm on my phone a lot, or fuck, I'm in my house a lot, right? So like, yeah, people are gonna find a way to move. And does that mean the barbell? Maybe not. But like, yoga is doing well. There's F45. There's all these other like type of gyms. Cycling, like obviously because of COVID, but like bicycling soared this year. Golf soared this year, right? Like so, there's always gonna be. And whether you want to call golf fitness or not, in my head, it's kind of the same. Like you're moving your fucking body. That's all that really matters to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all that will continue to grow because the biggest topic that is only touched on by kind of conspiratorial type folks right now, even though it has a lot of validity, is that obesity is still a huge issue. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to bring that up first thing in a COVID talk, but that is what's popping up. But the point is that it is a big issue. It'll be around. And how do we continue to find more healthy lifestyles or movement? So um, I do think fitness is still a big piece. Nutrition trends are still very trendy. You know, drink this Mm -hmm. shake and you lose weight, whatever, whatever. So... um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is interesting. It is obviously uh, pertinent to us as what we do business-wise and pertinent to a lot of you on what you enjoy or what you might see in the future. But um, I'd always refer back to uh, the, the podcast we do with Eric Helms that's uh, like how to spot a scam. He had like a, he had like, it was so good. I don't know if he had it prepared and he did that before or not, but he's just such a smart dude. He had like a step one through 10. What's a scam? <laughs> like, he's just so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it was a good episode and you can always learn. And a lot of it stays true. You can kind of see false claims or, or magic claims. Uh, uh, I can't remember all the steps, but go check that out, episode out. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring this one for a landing. Uh, new podcast every single Wednesday, movie coming up soon. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, 3SB.co, uh, there may or may not be a, a very big uh, sale coming soon, our once-a-year sale. So stay tuned for that. Uh, here we'll announce it. Email will announce it. 
This is uh, not going to be on the sale that I'm holding on the screen right now. Yeah, next drop will be kind of summery, late July, August. Uh, and if you're in the Northern California area, come stop by the gym anytime. Now I'm selling Mike Moore. You want to find me? I'm at the Jim McD on all the social medias. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And we will talk to you next time.